0: It's Thursday, April 21st. Welcome to The News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about Netflix's subscriber loss, Florida and Disney, and also the expiration of Title 42. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. On Tuesday, Netflix announced that during the first quarter of the year, it lost 200,000 subscribers. This was particularly shocking considering that the streaming platform hadn't lost subscribers in over a decade and was actually expected to add 2.5 million subscribers. The company also announced that they expect to lose about 2 million more in this current quarter. As you can imagine, this sent investors into a panic, which resulted in Netflix's stock plummeting 35% yesterday, which was on top of the already 40% drop from this time last year. There's several reasons for the subscriber loss. COVID actually really helped Netflix, until it didn't. When everyone was stuck at home during lockdowns, binging TV became the go-to activity to pass the time. This brought a boom to Netflix. But now, with the world opening again, people aren't home as much. Also, the pandemic shut down a lot of productions, putting long pauses on new content. There's also the price hike in January that was followed by a jump in cancellations, as well as the decision to suspend service in Russia over the ongoing conflict. That decision lost the company hundreds of thousands to maybe even a million subscribers. However, it's worth mentioning that even if the company didn't suspend service, that major payment companies like MasterCard, Visa, and American Express also pulled out of the country, making it difficult for consumers to pay anyway. Also, the streaming competition is getting stronger and also cheaper. In 2019, Disney Plus took back all the rights to Disney-owned content, which was a loss for Netflix. Many competitors also utilize advertisers as another revenue stream, which Netflix has yet to do. And then obviously, there's all the password sharing. The company has notoriously been lax on customers sharing their login information with others. Netflix has admitted that the sharing is both a challenge and also an opportunity. It allows more users to familiarize themselves with the content, but also loses out on possibly lots of revenue. Apparently, they're looking into a subscriber plan that would still allow for sharing, but at an increased cost. Netflix is still the leader in the streaming space. But with such a drastic turn last quarter, and this one too, there's likely going to have to be some changes within the business. Yesterday, the Florida Senate voted to eliminate a law that has allowed Disney to essentially govern itself in the state for the last 50 years. This was possible because of a special district formed called the Reed Creek Improvement District, and this granted Disney control over 27,000 acres. It gives them power over services like zoning, fire protection, utilities, and infrastructure. Initially, the privilege was granted to help ease the path for the amusement park that would bring a lot of tourism to the state. The proposal to eliminate the privilege was announced by Florida Governor DeSantis, likely as a response in the ongoing conflict between the state and Disney. I've talked in the past about how Disney has publicly expressed disapproval with Florida's new law that would make it illegal for kindergarten through third grade teachers to discuss sexual orientation or gender identity with students. Disney condemned the law and also said it would be pulling out political funding for the state. So it appears that DeSantis is taking aim back at them with this move. Disney has yet to respond, and it's not yet known how much this change would ultimately affect the company. Now that the bill has passed the state Senate, it's off to the House for their vote. Lawmakers on both sides of the political aisle are starting to ask questions regarding the Biden administration's decision to not renew Title 42, a reminder that Title 42 is the Trump era policy put in place at the beginning of the pandemic that allowed U.S. authorities to turn away most migrants in the name of public health. It's set to expire on May 23rd and there's no plans to extend it. With the rise of migrants at the southern border, lawmakers and government officials are asking what the plan is to handle the inevitable influx. The number of migrant encounters has gone up nearly every month of Biden's presidency so far. Authorities have reported over 221,000 stopped crossings from March alone and has apprehended more than a million people since October. In the last couple days, both Democrats and Republicans are asking what the details of the plan are. Here is Press Secretary Jen Psaki speaking on the administration's plans. Is the president or are you guys having discussions with advisors about delaying the removal of Title 42?
1: Well, I would again remind everyone because you gave me the opportunity. So thank you. Title 42 is not an immigration authority. I will is I will get to your I will I will get to your question. I promise, Peter. Um, it is a public health authority. Congress gave the CDC authority to make determinations about when it should be lifted. So right now we are planning and preparing for the end of Title 42 enforcement on May 23rd. But I would say that there are a range. The President agrees that immigration in our country is broken. It's a system that is broken. There are a range of ideas out there in Congress, Democrats, Republicans, others, some who support a delay of Title 42 implementation, some who strongly oppose it. Uh, And there are a range of other ideas of reforming our immigration system. This would all require congressional action. We're happy to have that conversation with them. It's Thursday, April 21st, and you've just
0: been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like The News Diet, Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode and leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the News Diet to be as valuable as possible for you. So if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at the News Diet or directly to my email Feedback at the